Hello, we are back. Hey, hey. So today we're doing something a little bit different. Um, they say necessity is the mother of invention. <laughs> and <laughs> we have some necessity today because we are up against our uh, like time allotment for the month for our podcast hosting site, which has literally never happened to us. <laughs> so I guess we've been really on our A-game, but we'll keep it short and sweet this week. Do you want to tell them what we're going to do? Yeah, so today we are going to talk about our favorite B-sides, obviously, for BTS. Um, and yeah, so we're going to give you our top three. If we have more time, we'll do top five, but most likely it's going to be top three. <laughs> um, I mean, how you're setting that early, like here's what we hope we do and here's what we may realistically do. Exactly. Yeah, so we're gonna have one of us say one first, and then the next person will say theirs, and so on and so forth. Um, should we define a B-side? Yeah, true? we shall. All right, so a B-side a B-sides are songs that are not promoted, right? So these should be songs that they didn't do on music shows. It's not the lead single. Um, they're basically like the underrated bops. So that's what we're doing today. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I took it more as like underrated songs. So I think mine fits into your definition. But as the older army on this pod, if I chose one that was promoted, you'll have to like slap my wrist and uh, <laughs> tell me that I'm wrong. But I don't think that'll be the case. I I tried to pick songs that I really love, but I also tried to pick songs that I didn't think you would pick because I have a feeling that a lot of our underrated faves might overlap, so. Yeah, I'm excited to see where that's going to overlap. I mean, I feel like at this point they've performed just about every song in their discography, but it just shouldn't be songs that they've, you know, done on, you know, the music programs or... They, it's one of like the lead singles or something so yeah well we don't have any lead singles so I definitely think we're okay on that front I'm not about to come on here and say that boy with love is an underrated b-side we love her but that is not the truth right <laughs> so anyway um do you want to go first <sighs> okay I'll go first did um, you rank order yours really quickly I just put mine in any order so mine are not in order. I put stars next to my top three, but it's not necessarily like this is my number one B-side of all yes. time, you know? Anyway. Right. No, I took the same approach, so that's good to hear. Okay, so... Uh, all right, starting off, my first B-side is going to be Hip Hop File. Oh, <laughs> so Hip Hop File was on Dark and Wild, and this is one for the hip hop heads, definitely. So I love this song because it shows their appreciation for the culture, and it gives insight to what the rap line loves about hip hop and how they got into it. Um, I don't know, should I like keep going and talk about, I like wrote down so many things. Yeah, keep going. I feel like, per usual, I have, like, a much broader brushstroke than you, but I love your, like, deep dives. I'm ready. All right. So, obviously, most people, I'm sure, have listened to this, but I'm just gonna just give the details. So, 
set the scene. <laughs> yeah. So for Junie, what hip hop means to him, it gets into his passion for writing and his inspirations, which includes legends, which shows that he really puts the work in to know the history, which is the best way to learn about anything, right? And for Hobie, hip hop means to him, it's, it's dance as well as rap. And dance is a major part of the hip hop culture. And he tells us about all the different styles that he's learned. Um, I also love that both Hobie and Junie not only mention American rappers, but Korean rappers as well, who have inspired them. Um, I really love that the culture has branched out from not just, you know, Black Americans from the 80s, but it has spanned through decades and reached all corners of the world by now. Hobie um, also mentions more recent artists that have inspired him, like Mac Miller and Kendrick Lamar. And I think you can see these influences in his rap style today. So, um, also, I really love Yungi's verse because it lets us see just how passionate he is about hip hop. Um, hip hop for him is everything and you can really hear it not just in the lyrics, but from the passion within his voice. And I think Yungi does seven or eight different flows in this one verse, which shows his- Do we expect anything else? No. His, right, <laughs> which shows his versatility and the depths and his skills. Um, the beat is addictive and the vocal line adds, you know, the perfect touch to the song as well. So yeah, hip hop file. You really broke it down. I'm like having anxiety about like, <laughs> I'm gonna be like, I love this song because it's so good and it's super great. And I didn't know how we were gonna do this. Oh, no, 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 like, I bro, love it. You don't have to like do all that. <laughs> no, I, I honestly, I love it. So for my number one pick, which again, they're not rank ordered. I just tried to think of songs. Um, that I really love, that I think don't get enough love. My first one is Coffee Ooh. from Oh, Are You Late Too? Which I believe that you can fact check me was a 2013 release. Yeah. I wrote 2013, I tried to put the year. Yep. So this was like, after Save Me, this was like my baby army jam and <laughs> I was such like a scared army to like, it's so funny because now I'm like sticking things on my car. I'm like, you know, shouting out other army in public when I see them, probably freaking them out. But like, I'm very out there about it. But I was like really shy when I first got into the fandom. And the first phone case I bought was every type of coffee that they had listed in the song. It was on the back of the case. And I had this all throughout grad school pretty much and <laughs> people were like oh do you like really love coffee and I'm like yes but also yes <laughs> um but I feel like I feel like oh are you late too sometimes it's just like forgotten about and it's really yeah. great maybe that's just my perception but this song too is just like it's like a very flirty track I guess but it holds a special place in my heart so I exclusively order caramel macchiatos specifically because of the song. Okay, good. Yeah. <laughs> it's like my uh, specifically because of that song. <laughs> I like can't handle sugar in my coffee. I'm like the iced Americano all the way, or I'm like cold brew, no sugar, or like sometimes a little bit of like milk. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I love that song and it just makes me really happy when I hear it. Or you late too is great. Yeah. And I feel like 
even I sometimes like forget that it exists and then I will have it like on a playlist. I'm like, darn, I need to go back (laughs) and like listen to this whole album again. My second song is Hold Me Tight. Mm. And so Hold Me Tight was on Huayang Hua part one. Yes, part one. And I love the song. (laughs) I love the song. It's it's just so good. Okay, it's one of the songs that I will just put on repeat and I won't take it off. I'll just have it on repeat for an hour. Anyway, I am a sucker for an R&B hit and this one is just that. So, of course, it's brought to you by our resident king of soul and R&B, Mr. Kim Taehyung, who produced this song, okay? Wait, I didn't know that. That's a factoid that I just learned right now. <laughs> really? Yeah, he had hands in, like, was it producing, composing? Anyway, he was integral in the making of the song. Um, I think that's, like, one of the first times that Tay has like done something like this I think. no I I love that you brought that up because I was just about to say I feel like when we think of like Tay composing or writing songs it's like people think of that as a more recent development so yeah. this is great yeah I'm here for this cool and this is one of my like all-time favorite BCS tracks so I love this song anyway it's about being on the verge of breaking up um which they do a lot on these um playing someone was going through something (laughs) series yeah i'm like i don't know what's going on over there are you okay but anyway and they are asking them to hold them tight which makes me want to comply every time i hear them say it (laughs) and so i think the vocal line pairings are just exquisite like jen and jungkook demon they just really complement each other's vocals like the way they whoever had the decision to put those parents together it's just very intelligent of them anyway and that demon high note towards the end is particularly fantastic <laughs> um we also get what i believe to be a singing sugar in all the pre-chorus plus his singing on the bridge and i think this is one of the first forays into our hidden vocal king minyungi all these memories are like these things I should have known but didn't know because I remember I always talked to you about like I think it was when Seesaw came out I was like enraged because I was like he could sing this good the whole time and we didn't hear it and you're like no we did you just need to pay better attention (laughs) yeah so love that you're here with the factoids yeah the song is super angsty and I'm here for it yeah Well, in the vein of angst, I will pick it up where you left it off. (laughs) My second, this is like not even a B-side track. This is a C-side track that I think is like extremely forgotten about is Pada or C. It's the hidden track from Love Yourself Her 2017. Um, You have this like gem of a track on the physical disc only. Yeah, crazy. And... It's so sad, but, like, comforting at the same time. To me, she's, like, an inverse of spring day. I don't know. I feel like they go together. And whenever I listen to it, I just feel very, like, connected to BTS. So that's my second B-side track. I never thought of it that way. That's a good way to put it. 
But yeah. I mean, I, I get why they put it as a hidden track, so you'll want to go buy the physical one, but we're going to go buy the physical one anyway. Like, just put it on Spotify so we can listen to it. I know. Well, and it is on YouTube, and, you know, like, unregistered recordings or whatever, which I know is this whole other beast that I don't even want to go wading into today. But <laughs> you can listen to her online, so I don't know why we, like, all collectively forget. Yeah. She's, like... Very true. Spring Day's reclusive sister. So. Exactly. Love that track. Third. What I'm assuming is my final song. No, quit. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> going to be. I think it's Like It Part 2, but when you see it on Spotify, it says Line Part 2. But anyway, it's Ano Bashoda, which is the Japanese version I of. You were going to pick this one. It's not really the Japanese version. It's part two of Like It, whatever. Anyway. <laughs> I know you so well, so please. Anyway, continue. And it is on the Wake Up, which, the Wake Up album, which is their first Japanese release. Um, I'm obsessed with this song. This is also one of those songs that I will just put on repeat. It just makes me feel good hearing it. And it's not one of those songs that, the lyrics definitely shouldn't really make you feel good. It should make you feel sad. But... <laughs> I don't know Korean so I have that advantage of just being able to listen and hear them sing sweetly and hear the nice beat but anyway um just when you think like it part two can get any better when you, just when you think like it couldn't get any better we get like it part two um and the song sounds so sweet but the lyrics are pretty sad because it's about breaking up or wanting to reconnect with the past love only find out that they are dating someone else or just don't care about you anymore. <laughs> you. <laughs> exactly. Um, I think the vocal line um, sounds great on this track. They sound super sweet. And we get apart from another hidden vocal line king, Hobie. Okay. So <laughs> you already know it's good. And yeah, the choreo to this is super cute. And this is also my favorite Japanese release, favorite Japanese album there. So I love listening to this album. I love listening to the song. You really turned me on to this song. I will admit that I did not value this song as I should. And then we became friends and I was like, dang, she's right. This is a great track. Also, I feel like I feel like you told me one time that like Hobie always has like the mood maker parts of the songs and like or like sets the tone. Yeah. Um and I definitely agree with that assessment. So, yes. Okay, in the in the name of keeping things going, I'm going to jump right in. Love yourself tear. Love that entire album, but <laughs> the song Paradise or mm. Nakwan from Tear. Jungkook comes in with that marathon marathon and i'm like oh yeah volume up and we're speeding down the highway and with streaming tears and like just it makes me extremely emo but i love it so much and it takes me again to a very specific place in time as i've said many times but that's my third b-side and i will die if it's performed live <laughs> that's like one of the only songs they haven't performed live right I'm pretty sure. I could be wrong, but, like, I yeah. don't ever remember seeing it performed anywhere. I think they performed Love Maze at the last muster, but they refused to perform Paradise. 
Yeah, I know. It's a touchy <laughs> subject. So anyway, what is your fourth B-side? I want to hear it. Oh, we're going into it? Okay. I want to know. The audience wants to know. <laughs> <laughs> My fourth one I put was second grade from Dark and Wild. Okay. <laughs> um, so second grade is elite, all right? <laughs> I think of bong time style. I think of songs like second grade. <laughs> um, first of all, rest in peace to the gunshots because we won't ever get again. They're back. <laughs> oh, that's true. We did get them. Oh my god! Wait, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just remembered that. Thank you. Oh uh, God. Okay. <laughs> anyway, the beat is addictive and it's ridiculously fun. Reading the lyrics made me realize that Bongtown was just over a year in um, when they put this song out, right? And they're already on their fourth album or their fourth studio release, I guess. This is their debut album. Um, they're rookies of the year. They're making a name for themselves. And they're about to embark on their first major tour. But the way they were rapping and singing, like, you can't tell. They sound like seniors. and most importantly, J-Hope's verse <laughs> on this track huh? is absolutely insane. This guy does like four or five different flows, and I don't even think he has like a full like 16 bars like the rest of them do. He's insane. <laughs> this is also the album where I'm like, okay, yeah, Hobie's like a rapper. Not that I didn't think he was a rapper before, but I know he doesn't have as much time as Namjoon and Yoongi have with rapping, but yeah. this album, I'm like, yeah, no, he can, like, go toe-to-toe -to -toe with the rest of them, like, this guy is here, like, do not sleep on him. <laughs> so, with 25 <laughs> seconds remaining, I'm gonna skip my fourth song for now, which, if anyone was wondering, was, I'm about to get, like, extremely mixed up, but 134340, also from Tear. Um, which I probably got it wrong, but whatever. But speaking about dark and wild, my number five was 24-7 equals heaven, which in my head, I'm always just like 24-7 heaven. Um, although I have from school love affair, but then here it's showing on dark and wild. So maybe I'm speaking to you. So I was just wrong when I took my notes earlier. Um, but yeah, that's also like retro bongton to me. And yeah. I think I'm out of time. So my, my fifth one was House of Cards from High and Wild Part 2 because the vocal line snaps. Those harmonies are unmatched. But anyway, I won't go into it. Shocked that you did not pick Autumn Leaves. I purposely didn't pick it, even though that's like probably my favorite BTS song ever. Because <laughs> I was going to pick it, but I'm like, Kalea will for sure talk about it. <laughs> so that's my honorable mention category. <laughs> I think we've talked about Autumn Leaves before, like, I've cried about it on this podcast before, <laughs> I'm like, you know, y'all already know I like Autumn Leaves. So. <laughs> she even has the water drips timed, like, perfectly in person. <laughs> Just leaving everyone with that nugget, and we are definitely out of time, so we gotta cut it here. So, we will see you next week. <laughs> Bye. Bye.